0: to a new way of being, being well. Welcome to Body, Mind, and Soul Healing Conversations.
1: (laughs) Valeria interviews Wally Collins, The author of The You Never Know Book of Encouragements, Living a Regretless Life. Wally Collins is the founder and CEO of You Never Know Incorporated, Y-apostrophe N-E-V-A-N-O. He was born in Springfield, Massachusetts. The youngest of three children and the only boy, he had a lot of ambition and imagination as a child. Growing up, he loved to paint pictures and would sell his work to family and neighbors. At the age of 12, Wally organized the first dog competition in his neighborhood. A love for music led Wally learning to play the drums and becoming the youngest member of the New England Jazz Society. He studied architectural technology in college and was content on designing buildings until the urge to be a stand-up comedian came along. Through a successful comedy career, he has traveled the world, hosted TV shows, and had the honor of performing in events for two American presidents. You never know has helped Wally to succeed in all facets of his life. He feels a responsibility to share what he has discovered with the world. Wally realized the best way to help people get into the you never know state of mind was to come up with a product line and other tactics that will encourage people to go for their dreams. Meet Wally at younevernow.com and wallycollins.com. Here is the interview with Wally Collins. In your own words,
0: who is Wally Collins?
2: Wally Collins is a happy spirit uh, who wants to spread joy. When you see his face, it's a reminder to be happy.
0: Before we talk about some of the topics in your book, the You'll Never Know book of encouragements, Living a Regretless Life, I have a few warm-up questions, as I mentioned, off-record. What is life to you, Wally?
2: What is life? (laughs) You know, life is a journey. It sounds so cliche, but it really is. It's it's a journey when you tell your stories, of um, different places that you visited. Metaphorically, um, you know, when I was 18, driving my car, taking my first road trip, or being in love for the first time, having the first heartbreak. It's, It's all about journeys, a collection of journeys. So life is a collection of journeys.
0: I'm wondering if these journeys, do they have a destination? What is the purpose of life?
2: The destination is your collection of stories. That's what you never-know state of mind is, is going on that journey. Because you want to talk about where you've been how you got there. You know, at the end of the day, people ask you, tell me how it was. Not the fact that you're there, but how it was. And so that's the journey. So that's what life is. Like I said before, it's a collection of journeys. And then you sit down and, and talk about those journeys. And some people will relate to it.
0: So it's a state of being all the time. It's not really getting somewhere.
2: Right. Getting somewhere, it, it, you you kind of are getting somewhere, you know, because you that end of that journey or that destination, you it's almost like a little button or like a little uh, little pin you put there and say, wow, so that happened, and you're gonna remember that, and it's it's all the, a series of those things, you know, and it's gonna be and then when you look at it that way, it becomes fun.
0: So let me ask a question that you ask people around you, your family members and friends. What are your dreams? Do you have dreams? Yeah. Um, well, I
2: ask them that your dreams, goals, or desires, just to see if they are in a place where they want to be or they're happy in that place where they are. And it, it, gives, them, it gives them time to, to think, am I in that place where I want to be? Can I do anything to get there or closer, closer to that? Uh, can I point myself in that direction? So when I ask those questions, just to remind them, are you in a place where where you want to be?
0: Are you in a place that you want to be today at this moment?
2: I can't tell you how much of a yes. <laughs> if there is a, a very yes, I'll say very yes. <laughs> uh, most most definitely. I, I'm happy all the time. Um, if I'm not, I ask myself what's you know what's distracting me from my happiness, and then I'll start small to remind me that I do have a lot to be happy about, you know, that I have breath in my lungs, you know, that I have teeth in my mouth, you know, mm, that I have right. vision I could hear, you know, and then I get larger, you know, and I get a little broader, you know, things with, you know, my accomplishments, you know, um, fall, like I said, falling in love, falling out of love, you know, able to play an instrument, able to communicate, you know, having friends and families that check on you and you check on them understanding what love is and understanding how to receive love so it's like i said it starts small and then once i start taking the inventory it gets larger and larger and then a smile starts to come over my face and a smile starts to come over my heart and over over my consciousness and i'm like you know what i am a happy person
0: i had the question here about what happiness is to you but i'm not going to ask because it seems like you already answered that question it feels like what you're saying is gratitude, just being grateful to be alive.
2: Oh, yeah. That's the first thing. Just be grateful. Just be grateful. And, people, and everyone says, when I, when I do presentations, people ask, what do I have to be grateful for? And people just overlook, you know, the, like I said, those simple things. You know, In my book, um, one of the encouragements is entitled, It Could Be Worse. Yeah. And um, it's just saying that you're looking at me right now, you know, not to say that being blind is bad. I'm just saying that you have vision or the fact that you have a loved one in your life, that loved one may not be with you or may not be there. Um, you're able to, you know, get into a car and drive here. You, you know, some people have to take, you know, take a you have to take a bus, you know, that you're you're pain free if you, you know, if you are in pain, but you don't have more pain. So I'm saying is that it could be worse. So appreciate the moment and where you are right now.
0: What would you say are the other components to happiness? The, other comp- don't make it
2: so complicated. You know, simplify, yeah. it. and that's what you know, the book is all about. The book is, um, you know, I mean, people can't see the logo, but the logo is a door. That's a that's a jar, and that means you know, go through that door. It's opportunity. It's possibilities. It's choices that that you can make, and it's just that simple. So just try. Just try. Just go. Just go into that in that direct. Look in that direction. It's just. It's like a a finger snap. It's just that simple. So, yeah, like I said, it's just, just that simple. Hope I answered the question.
0: I think it is simple. I agree. It might not be easy to practice all these principles. But nothing is. nothing. Anything
2: the first time you try, nothing is easy. But understanding that you will get it. You know, learning how to type, a, you know, riding a bike, you know, it wasn't easy. Learning mm-hmm. how to swim wasn't easy. Mm-hmm. But you understood, that. you know, that towards the end of this, you know, this journey that you're learning, you're going you're gonna to get there. You know, and that's going to be gratifying, you know, and that's going to be such such a
0: such a great thing. And, and it's going to put you in a, in a happy place. Do you connect happiness to faith?
2: Sure. Faith is, you know, to me, faith is believing, you know, anything that doesn't have any solid proof that is going right. to happen right. or any, any solid proof that it will happen. But you have faith knowing in your heart, in your heart that is um, that, that is going to happen, that you're going to you're going to be there.
0: It sounds to me like it's trust in the unknown. Mm-hmm. That's what it is when you say trust in the heart, having that hope.
2: Well, I use it more in my book. I talk about the difference between knowing and believing. If someone says to you that you, uh, you won the lottery... You know, there's a big difference when someone says, uh, I believe you won the lottery or I know you won the lottery. Mm-hmm. So it's a thing of knowing, knowing that it's going to happen, knowing that um, things are, everything's going to be all right. Um, knowing that you're going you are a happy person mm-hmm. once you know that once you know that you are uh, who you believe you are. You live that life like someone who's uh, who's a millionaire. If you know you are a millionaire, you're going to live your life as a millionaire. But if you if you believe you're a millionaire, you're still there's still doubt. There's still they uh, like could say a little uh, um glance, a glimpse of of doubt. But if you know you're a millionaire, yeah, things will things will fall right into place.
0: When did you know that you were a happy person?
2: Oh, man, uh, as long as I can remember. My, uh, my parents always, asked me, to why are you so happy? <laughs>
0: yeah, how cute. Um, yeah. I
2: always, you know it, what it was, it, it, it always gave me a nice feeling, being happy and, la- and laughing, laughing. It always gave me a nice feeling, and I like that. I like that, that feeling. So I was always a very energetic kid. Um, I remember being younger that I would challenge myself to make a stranger laugh within a minute. Uh, I gave myself a minute to see to, the to smile. And it was just my own little challenge that I gave myself. But I didn't realize that back then that I was, you know, pushing out joy, you know, just to have someone, you know, an adult be comfortable in my space.
0: Do you connect joy to happiness? Are they the same to you? Yeah,
2: I think joy and happiness. I think joy is is, is deeper, and happiness because uh, joy is is a uh, it's about peace it's um it's just this consciousness I guess yeah and, and happy is to me I don't see superficial but it's more uh, I don't know if I can say on the topical side but I think joy I mean feeling joy I mean you, I know you're you get a feeling if you know being a parent or being a, do- a, a a pet owner you know or seeing a family someone that you love succeeding. You're happy for them, but there's a joy there. It's deeper. It's just, you know, it's just like almost like a richer color to it.
0: What is your idea and understanding of a perfect life?
2: The life that you're living. (laughs) That is a perfect life. That's perfection right there. Everyone has challenges. Everyone has dreams, goals, and desires. Everyone has ups and downs. You're no different than anyone else on the planet. You are.
0: Perfect. What is freedom to you? What is the meaning of freedom? What is to be free?
2: Oh man, freedom. I guess to spiritually exhale. (laughs) To, yeah, it's just um, that feeling of when you walk on a beach and you look in the ocean and you can exhale, but like in in a conscious way. So that's that's the best way I can say it. It's just spiritually exhaling. That's freedom.
0: And to do that, we have to come from a place of inner peace. That's what it feels like.
2: Hmm. Yeah, inner peace and um, just knowing that everything is great. Everything is great.
0: At this time, what do you think is the world's greatest need, if there is one, from your perspective?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I think it's to listen. I think we're a society that wants to push out um, our uh, thoughts and opinions and comments, um, but just take the time to listen to what others have to say and, and understand that it's, it's sincere. And once you do that, you'll, you'll change your thinking and it will be a, just a, a smoother ride.
0: I'm wondering how do we learn to do that? Do you have some suggestions?
2: The, the best way, to, you know, you start small, <laughs> talk to someone or talk with someone and, you know, just consciously remember not to interject. Let them talk. I'm telling you, you can learn a lot about a person. You know, this is in my book, too. So I hate to sound so cliche, but it's in the book, too, is that you can learn so much about a person if you just listen to them. Let them talk. Just let them talk. You'll learn you know their fears, their their desires, their their loves, their their hates, um, their all of it. Favorite color, favorite foods. Just let them talk, you know, mm-hmm. and and let them know that you're listening too, because we all love, we all want to be heard. And if you just repeat like a sentence, you know, they just said, or if you nod your head, or you know, stay within in keeping eye contact. Oh man, that's a beautiful feeling to 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 know or to feel that someone is listening to you.
0: Sounds to me like giving. So we it's like a gift that we are giving to someone.
2: Oh yes. And then the and then the thing, you get a gift back because now you're learning about someone. You know? And so it's it's a win-win right. situation.
0: What is love to you, Wally? Ah, uh, love.
2: Yeah. I wanna say love is that desire um, for the person or thing to be the best that they
0: can be. Do you believe in unconditional self-love?
2: Oh, yeah, that's that's, that's a very yes. Oh, yes.
0: <laughs> Straight up question is, do you love yourself unconditionally? I have
2: to. That's part of my survival. To not love myself, you know, it, it, it's going to put me, like I say, uh, in a pool of doubt and then then i'll start to dismantle myself and that doesn't help that doesn't serve the world That doesn't serve any anyone um when i start doing that so yes i do oh, i do love myself i'm hugging myself right now actually
0: question that comes to mind is when we are there let's say in this space and this state of mind and being of loving ourselves unconditionally is there a um possibility for doubt do we ever doubt ourselves again or that it's completely gone
2: no you you will you will i mean i think that's a human thing to doubt comes in there but it doesn't stay long it's 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 a challenge you know the doubt is a challenge of of you know your self love or or a almost like a system's check of how you love yourself
0: okay so doubts will still come still be part of the journey, but it's not something that we will let for too long. Right. I like that.
2: Right. Like I said, it's it's, it's just a systems check just to make sure that you're right on track and mm-hmm. um, you're, you're OK.
0: What, where and who is God to you?
2: Wow. What, where and who? Yeah. I believe that we all are God. Or God I should say gods. We, we all have our own universe that we, we work in. God. Itself, I believe, is, is what they call source, um, source energy, where the universe, where you put into it and what you get back. I don't know if you're familiar with law of attraction. Yes. yeah. Law of attraction. And it's been proven that thoughts are things. So when you put those thoughts out to the universe and out to God or your, the source, those things will come back to you um, because you're, you're a vibrational match. To those things. And when I, when I do my presentations, I put it in the context of what they, what they call Murphy's Law. Murphy's Law is saying when bad things happen, or when bad things happen, more bad things are going to happen because you're in that bad thinking state of mind. But if you're in a positive state of mind and believing that things are going to be fine, um, believing that you are um, a person. Um, you are a skinny person, not necessarily a fat person or a healthy person, not necessarily a fat person. Once you believe that and put out those vibes, the universe is saying, oh, okay, and it gives it back to you.
0: You said you are your own responsibility. That's the phrase that you used. Yeah, that's powerful. Taking responsibility for our thoughts, everything.
2: Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, you really think about it. You know, it all comes from you know, what we think, you know, every, every, every choice, Every Okay. (laughs) I get so excited about this. (laughs) (laughs) Believe it or not, it's all a series of choices. When you open your eyes, you decide to open your eyes. You can keep them closed, but you open them. You know, you decide to get out of that bed. You can stay in bed, but you decide it's all decisions. So where we are right now, each person who's listening to this and, and yourself and me, It's all a series of choices. So you make you just make the choice. That's it. You just make that choice, and so you are responsible for where you are right now.
0: That's a powerful concept. That if we apply, that makes I mean a huge difference. It can change lives completely. You can just shift completely. Oh, it's so simple.
2: That's the thing I try to stress. It is just that simple. People, for some reason, think no, it can't be. It has to be
0: complicated. It has
2: to be no. It is so simple. It's that easy.
0: You mentioned the word believe, but it's not really believing. It begins with the belief and then it graduates to knowing or you're using the word believe in the sense of saying, you know, something that something will happen.
2: You can. Yeah, sure. You can use uh, um, as a definition, you know, knowing as a definition of belief. But I really think that belief is the umbrella, is the uh, the vehicle of um, getting to where you want to get to.
0: So how did you become a writer, Wally?
2: How did I become a writer? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, it, it wasn't a thing where I sat and said, you know what, I want to be a writer. Mm-hmm. So um, the you never know state of mind was this uh, concept that I had for my successes in my life. And I wanted to share my happiness with the rest of the world. And so I started a, uh, a website and I would have weekly blogs and I would just put these encouragements of uh, blogs um, every week to kind of you know, give people a, a goal, to, to give them something to work on for that week. I thought, you know what, how, how can I get this out to the masses? You know, some, there are a lot of people who are not on the web. They're not people who are on in the internet. So I realized that those blogs are encouragements that can be in a book. So I just took those blogs and put them in a book. And I just started doing the uh, speaker presentation uh, circuit. And I just said, listen, these these books are available. And that's how I became a writer.
0: <laughs> yeah. it's Like you said, it's simple, right? It is simple. And it's about choices.
2: Yeah. I try to be as simple as I possibly <laughs> can.
0: <laughs> Why did you choose to become an architect? And how did you transform into a comedian?
2: (laughs) Well, um, I took the advice of my counselor in high school. I was good at math and I loved drawing. I remember having a meeting with him in his office. And it was one of those, you know, career kind of questions. And what do you want to do with your life? And I remember him saying, this is so true. I remember him saying, because I remember him laughing. And he's like, you know, you should be a comedian. But seriously, what do you want to do with your life? (laughs) And <laughs> right. And I was like, I don't know. And he says, Well, you're good with math and you and you like drawing. Why not be an architect? And so, you know, I took the advice of this man, you know, who guess I guess knew my life better than me. And I said, Okay, so I studied architectural technology and then I started um working in designing buildings. But my mother asked me, Well would you you know, that question that I asked other people. If you could be anything you want in the world, what would it be? And I said, I'd Love to be an actor. And she says, uh, why are you designing buildings if you want to be an actor? And I said, well, I come from a place called Springfield, Massachusetts. No one famous ever came from Springfield, Massachusetts. And she said those three words, you never know. Mm. And that, that was like this sledgehammer to my head, like, yeah, you're right. I I, I, I will never know. So I told her um, I didn't know where to start. She says, well, do not you try comedy, doing stand-up, and then parlay that into an acting career. And the comedy part stuck because it was just so gratifying, so immediate. You get gratification immediately. You know if your joke works or right. doesn't soon as you, <laughs> soon as you're done with the sentence. You know what I mean? Yeah. And um, the trick is to have more laughs than not. And um, <laughs> I was getting more laughs than not, And I really enjoyed that. It was just so immediate to, to make people laugh, complete strangers, and making them laugh. I just thought that was just so fascinating. So I stayed in, and stayed in comedy. I mean, I still act. But I just enjoy the, the power of, um, of comedy.
0: Yeah, we talked off record about the healing power of laughter. Yes,
2: yes. And, you know, during this pandemic, you know, people are rushing, you know, to get entertainment. They, you know, there's all these new um, streaming platforms because they, they want to escape. They, they need something else and they want to laugh. And right now, currently, I'm mean, not right in this moment, but I'm doing shows in Central Park, doing free shows on the lawn in Central Park, and there we get big crowds because people want to laugh. People just need just need that, and it' and it's, it, it is. It's very, very healing.
0: Yeah. How do we know when we are consciously choosing or we are just living from past choices that have now become these habits? And why not addictions even?
2: Mm. I really think that those choices that you make, you know that it's going to be for the betterment of you. Um, making those easy choices, you know that, you know what, I, I should do it this way, but I'm going to do it the easy way or this way. And in your, in your gut, in your soul, you, you know that's not the, what needs to be done. You know, some of the best work is, you know, it's going to take a little time, you know, anything that, um, that has beauty to it. You can, you, anything that has detail, you know, it took time, you know, and so you are a beautiful person, you know, and take the time to, to sculpt, take the time to put in that, that work to be the most beautiful that you
0: can possibly be. You have a phrase in your book that, relates to that, you say it is a lot harder trying to fit in than just being yourself. Yes. Talk to me about that, Wally, for a moment. For some reason,
2: we get categorized or we try to uh, fit into a certain category to to be accepted. Yeah. And, you know, you're like putting a, a square peg in a round hole or a round hole in a square peg. And, you know, there's so many people who I, I, I've seen are trying to do that, and they're very uncomfortable. They're very, you know, when they go home, that's when they can be the real, the real selves, and you know, they'll take off the wig or take off the, you know, the, that certain outfit or clothing, whatever, just to be them. And there's this fear of not being accepted, of being your true self. And I really think this world will be so much, uh, so much of a better place. And that's, you know. I, I if I may digress a little bit, I think that's one of the great things about living in in, in America. And that is so diverse. There's so many cultures. And I live in New York City and there's so many cultures and there's so many uh, um, ways of thinking. You know, I just think it's so beautiful that, you know, you're seeing different people from all over the world, you know, into, in, in this one place, you know, how they, you know, how they eat, you know, their foods, you know, their music um, how they communicate. I think that's amazing. And it's all different. And even within that culture, you're going to see people who are different and even in that culture. So you have to celebrate that, that uniqueness. I really think you should, I think you really should just be so happy to be part of just being different, you know, and, and, and celebrate, celebrate your, your, your uniqueness
0: what is about that state of mind that makes people judge and not accept others the way they are?
2: Because what happens is that people, I think people get jealous that when they see people, happy people, that's the only thing, it it always, you know, struck me as like strange, but so obvious when people say I can't stand happy people or I don't like mourning people. And I'm like, Really? Because <laughs> it doesn't make sense. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. But, but it is, it's saying that, you know what, you know, you can be happy. And people just like, I want to stay in this misery. I, I want to stay accustomed to this certain kind of sadness, which they're, they're, they're um, familiar with. But when they see this person who is happy, has a smile on his face, it challenges them. And they don't mm. like that. They don't want to be challenged. They want to be in that place where, where, where they know and what they're familiar with. And that's and that's it. And that's and that's where they're going to they want to stay.
0: So they are actually uncomfortable with the idea that they might be changed by being in contact with these people, somebody who is different. So it's fear.
2: Oh, yeah, it's fear. It's definitely right. Exactly. It's fear. And 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 you're you're they're getting almost like an invitation to come out of the comfort zone. And they're like, no, don't challenge me like that. No, no, leave me alone. I don't like it. I don't like it. And I don't like you because you're a reminder of change.
0: Give ourselves to the unknown, right? It it is a challenge. It is a challenge. But like I said before, everything new is a challenge, but you'll get it. You'll get it. The key is to stay open, right, Wally? Mm -hmm.
2: Stay open. Stay open and understand that if you um, stay in that uh, um, frame of mind, that state of mind, that, you know what? You could try something different today just just to change things up. Put your watch on your other wrist you know yeah. you know when, when you start your routine of going to the store or if you if you're working instead of taking a right out of the out of your front door take a left you know it's something that that sparks it changes your 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 uh, that routine thinking and once you do that you you'll see a whole different world and like i said before it is just that simple i can't stress that enough it is just that simple
0: yeah it's easy we are open enough and willing to take that that leap of faith right into the unknown right
2: and so and like a lot of people like i said before they they get worried when you hear leap of faith or Mm -hmm. change it's something big not at all it's not don't don't think that you know and these 10 easy steps none of that none of that forget all of that all you have to do if you want change is just move something put Rearrange your furniture in your in your house. Um, you know, uh, button your shirt from the bottom up. From <laughs> yeah. something different that takes you out of that routine. And I promise you, I promise you, you're you're going to see your world in a
0: totally different light. Yeah, I love these simple suggestions that you gave. And colors. That's another thing. Colors. Wear a different color that you know. Mm. And it'll
2: definitely change your your, uh, your state of mind.
0: What are some of the signs that we should be looking for that we are trying to fit in and not being ourselves? Do you have some suggestions?
2: Oh, you'll know. You'll know because you, you get that uncomfortable feeling like waiting in line. Uh, you, you'll you get that you get that feeling of containment. You'll get that feeling of almost like claustrophobia that, you know, once you get like, Ugh, I don't, and then people are like, "Well, I just, I just got to do this to, you know, to get through." But you're, yeah, it's, it's that claustrophobic feeling. It's that feeling of being contained or being uh, restricted. That's when you know you you're not being yourself, or you're you're being forced into a a position that that you really don't belong.
0: Talk to me for a moment about purpose and passion. Are they the same to you?
2: Not really, because you can go for your purpose with passion. (laughs) (laughs) True.
0: Yeah. Passion is part of a purpose in a way, or the journey into finding our purpose. Would you say that?
2: Yeah. um, Sure. Yeah, I can say that. That uh, um, your purpose, you know, and that's I guess that's the big question, like, what's my purpose? Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, that's another thing that's really important, too, is that if you're looking for a a bigger purpose, or you're looking in the world, this vastness of the world, and saying how can I make change, you know, in the world, but you know, it really starts small. Your purpose is you being you. There's someone watching you, and someone you're inspiring someone, and they will, you know, so to speak, take notice of how you're living your life. There's always someone watching. You don't know it. You know, and just like the other way, is like, you know, there's a person you see every day. You know, you don't know the person's name, you don't know where they where they come from, but you see that person and for some reason they stick into your brain. And then it gets to a point where you look for them to see. And then once you look for and you see them, then you start giving them them their own kind of like personality and own kind of, uh, life. And, you know, you say, well, maybe they're married, have two kids and, you know, the left hand, their favorite color is orange and, and all that. You know what? Someone's doing that to you. You don't know it, but someone's doing that to you. And so you are, um, your purpose is be the best that you can be because someone is,
0: you know, watching you and do it with passion. So it's the process of unlearning, isn't it? Because we have learned so much in complicated things.
1: We do. We we
2: we it, it can't be it can't be that simple. It just can't be that simple. And so, you know, people have a tendency. Well, it was difficult getting here, so it's difficult getting out of it.
0: So yeah, the whole thing becomes so almost unreachable. But it's so simple, and I agree. It takes self-awareness and it takes uh, being open. I really believe that. Yeah, Anywhere we want to go in this journey of life, it's very important to be open. In your book, you mentioned meditation. So why is meditation important and how did you learn to meditate?
2: Well, it's very important because it it definitely gives you focus. It brings you back to your center, so to speak. It's one of those things, like, like I said before, law of attraction that someone came into my life and asked me about meditation. And I really didn't understand what it was. And he taught me, you know, how to do it. And it was just in a very simple way, very simplistic way. And, um, yeah, I meditate every day. And um, it's five minutes, 10 minutes, you know, um, 20 minutes. And it's it does. It just helps your breathing. It kind of like, um, like I said, it, it brings you back to your center. And your heart rate. You know, it's steady. Your breathing is steady. And it's just, just so to speak, your, your thoughts are fluid, more fluid. And when you open your eyes, it's kind of like, okay, world, I'm back.
0: I love this idea of meditation too. Just being more in the moment, as a lot of people say. But basically, it's just uh, having this lightness to ourselves, breathing lightly, as you mentioned before, again, related to the freedom so in a way, we can actually meditate in an active way as well.
2: Oh, yeah. You know, doing something that you love is, 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 is a way of meditating. People who wash dishes, you know, if you wash dishes, that's a way of meditating. You know, even do, like doing housework. I know it sounds weird, but sweeping is is a way of, medita- is a way of
0: meditating. Talk to me about telling the truth, <laughs> how important that is.
2: Um, it's very important, at least telling it to yourself. Tell the truth to yourself. You have, no one else has to know. No one else has to. You don't have to share with anyone else. But as long as you tell the truth to yourself, then you'll act accordingly. But be truthful to yourself. That's that's very very important.
0: In your book, you say something interesting. I think it's one of the title of a chapter. Is lazy is expensive? How is being lazy expensive, Wally? Okay. Um, <laughs> With the list.
2: <laughs> um, I'll give you. I'm trying to think of the one off the top of my head. All right. So someone uh, um, litters. You know, what I mean, just has a bottle or a piece of trash and just throws it on the ground. Mm-hmm. That's that's laziness. And the trash can is maybe 10 feet away. So now what happens is that you have to you have to hire someone to pick up that trash, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. and 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 put, and put it away. But also laziness too is when you want to be in something that's convenient. For you mm. making your own meal that takes work, but you can order a meal and, but that's expensive. You know, you're paying for that. So once you understand that you take the time and put the work in, not only will you save a lot of money, but you'll, you'll have a piece about it saying, Hey, listen, I got to this goal and I was, I was there and conscious the whole way, uh, at the end of this, uh, journey.
0: You said the most common reason why people do not succeed is because they are afraid of the unknown. So I guess my question to you is about success. What is success to you? What is to be successful?
2: Well, to be honest with you, once you make that decision that you're about to take that journey, you, you, you succeeded. It's just that simple because you got to understand that once you make that decision and you go on that journey to to lose weight, to learn how to play an instrument, to learn how to ride a bike, to swim. Uh, succeeding or failure, it really has anything to do with it. Once again, it's that journey. In my presentations, I, I give examples of people who want to to lose weight. You know, maybe they succeed at getting getting to a weight goal. People are going to ask them, you know, um, how did you do it? You know, they're not going to ask, you know, not gonna, they're not going to move on from there. They're going to ask, what was that journey like? And even the, the most classic and, and most cliche or uh, um, prominent one everyone talks about is when, you, you know, when you go on a trip or you're on a journey and like a little journey, like, you know, you're going to go visit family and friends or a work associate across the country. You you know, you wake up, you get into your car, you drive to an airport, uh, you get into a plane and then you land, you get into a hotel, then you drive to see that person. And the first thing they say to you after they hug you is, how was your trip? So it's mm. always, always mm. about the journey. So you succeeded. Once you started that journey, you succeeded. Don't worry about, and then I was going to say, yeah. So then let's say you didn't get there. Let's say um, that you fell short, whatever. You're still going to talk about that journey of how you didn't get there. So it doesn't matter if you fail or succeed, you're going to talk about that journey. So that's what success is. Success is getting on that path.
0: And that leads to the subtitle of your book. And this is how we are setting ourselves up to live this regretless life. Right, right. I love that, Molly.
2: So my definition of regrets mm-hmm. is trying to weigh ashes. You're trying to put value on something that's burned and gone. Start, this is where you start your new chapter. Yes, that happened, but you really can't do much about the past. But what you can do is start right now your new chapter, and go on from there.
0: So I have a few more questions here, but before I ask you these questions, would you like to add anything or read a passage in your book?
2: You know, I, you you talk <laughs> so much, you know, so much of the book, and actually one of the passages I was I was going to read. But I want to say to folks that, you know, kind of like a recap, that living in your never-know state of mind, once again, is just that simple. It's just turning uh, a left or turning to right. Um, like I said, it, it's, it's, a, it's a finger snap. It's just that state of mind. Just change your state of, state of mind. You are in your never-know state of mind. You are on your path of living a regretless life. Don't worry about failing or succeeding once you're on that path, if you're already there, because you never know.
0: If you knew you would die soon, meaning losing, leaving the body, would you make any change in your life or do anything differently?
2: What a great question. No, that's, (laughs) wow, I didn't expect that question. (laughs) No, I, I, no. My legacy is my book. When I pass on um, into the next, next dimension, my book is here, and that's my way of saying to people, "You can do it." You know, I'm encur- I'm always going to be encouraging you to do it. And the way I live my life um, is going to be my um, we shouldn't say my record of uh, how I how I got along in this world. So, no, I wouldn't do anything differently. To um, if I knew if I was going to. Um, pass on tomorrow? No. Wow. That's, that's, that's a great question. Thank you.
0: You reminded me of, um, I think Gandhi, he said, my life is my message. Yes. Yeah, that's, that's beautiful.
2: And you know, that's too true because when you look at people, when, when people do eulogies, that's what they do. They go over their life and, and the message that they, and, and, the, and then people, you know, put it into some kind of uh, context of saying, you know, this is the message that this person left and everyone everyone that passes and has a you know who's who's celebrated or people talk about them yeah they're going to talk about you know what they did how they how they affected that person's life the one who's doing the talking
0: what are three things about life you know for sure as of this moment
2: oh my goodness oh like what a great okay three things i know let's see water <laughs> Water is very very important. You have to drink water. <laughs> <laughs> That's simple. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, love, love is very very important too. Love yourself first. Your uh, your captain, your your coach, your mentor of you. Um, so love yourself first, and everything else will fall into place. Listen, listen. Just listen. Take take time to listen. You'll you'll get get a lot more
0: answers. Thank you so much for your presence, your um, wisdom, your profound wisdom, and your joy. (laughs) I love how light and happy you are. (laughs) It's beautiful.
2: No, it it comes from you too. I, I enjoy this, uh, this this talk that we had, and uh, yeah, I, I feel your light through these through these uh, uh, what do you call it? technology. I I,
0: yeah.
2: I I feel your light and, and and joy and happiness. So it's 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 easier to talk to someone you know who's in that state of mind too. Mm-hmm.
0: Thank you, Wally. Where can we find more information about you, your books, products, oh, yeah. services, <laughs> and future projects? Forgot about that. <laughs>
2: Well, first of all, get this book. The book is available on Amazon, ebook and the um, hard copy. Now, the way you spell it, you never know. It's one word and it's Y apostrophe N-E-V-A-N-O. So it's one word, you never know. So that's always going to be a mantra in your head. It's going to be a reminder for you that, you know what, I'm going to try. I'm going to do this because you never know. And um, you can get this uh, on, um, on Amazon. Uh, like I said, either ebook or hard copy, or you can um, Google me Wally W A L I Collins C O L L I N S. And um, it's I'm WallyCollins.com. YouNeverKnow.com. Um, I'm on the Twitter, Instagram, and the Fa- Holy Trinity Facebook. You'll find me. I'm here.
0: Yeah, I'll have those uh, links also on your profile. Great. Thank you so much again, Wally. Man, we oh, so. thank you. <laughs> yes, yes. Thank you. Bye for now. Bye.
1: Thank you for listening. To learn more about Wally Collins and his work, please visit com and wallycollins.com.